Hello, everyone, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past four days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. What up, everybody? What up, mouth? Hey, did you get your invitation? To what? The block party! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate you. Giannis <laughs> with the block. The second greatest block in NBA Finals history. I called it a bit early last time. You but, did. You did. But guess what? I spoke it into existence. I'm going to speak it into existence. Thank you, LeVar Ball. All right, all right. Let's get into it, shall we? Milwaukee Bucks versus the Phoenix Suns. 109 to 103. Milwaukee has tied the series 2 2. Each team has defended home court. Malv, what were your impressions of Game 4? God damn it. So <laughs> mad. I that was, was so <laughs> mad. You were a little upset. We, did, uh, we, did, we were able to watch this in person. Yeah. So. Yeah, we finally got you know, time to hang out with some friends, and you know, me and him got time again. Like We went down to our favorite family establishment. Yes, Hooters Long Beach. Ho- Hooters Long Beach. Hooters of Long Beach. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I was just I was happy through most of the game. God, bro, they just fucking lost it, and well, I'm I, angry now. We mentioned the block earlier. Mm-hmm. I just want to go ahead and talk about that a bit more. This is literally the second greatest. But the only reason it's not number one is because LeBron was in Game Seven, no seventy-three one's nine. Stop that. Yeah, I don't think anyone is ever going to top LeBron James's Finals block, but this one is a very admirable second. Just a couple of things that I wanted to point out now that I had time to process and go back to it. This is a freak-like block, covering two people literally at the same time. Going back to his block from Game 1, it was very similar to LeBron's. The rundown? Yeah, his chase down in Game 7. So I like the fact that they're both different, they're both unique to their personalities, and uh, yeah, they're both epic. I told you that first one you called this series, it wasn't. But this one, I'll give you that. This was epic, especially at the time. And it came in a win. This one came in a win, so you can count it. No, for sure, for sure. I give you this, but yeah, nothing's gonna beat like LeBron. You just saw the intensity in LeBron, and then the, all the power that went in, just like smacking that shit out the way. This was sick, yeah. though. How, they were <laughs> literally running that alley oop play entire postseason with uh, either Paul to Aiton or Booker to Aiton or whoever. Aiton was always on the receiving end, and when it mattered the most in the finals, Giannis was like, "No way, Mel. I got this," <laughs> and he blocked it, dude. That was sick. Nah, nah. Your name is. Giannis till you win a championship, all right? Fucking no. <laughs> you are a hater. All right. So Giannis, he had 26 points, 14 rebounds, 8 assists, a little bit of everything there. Chris Middleton. Showed man, up. He showed, showed up. up. 40 points. Him and Booker had the duel. 40 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists. Malv, who was more important in this win, Giannis or Chris Middleton? Honestly, during the fourth quarter, I would say Middleton helped with that energy. You, okay, so Middleton was making those epic shots, mm-hmm. but it was Giannis and that defense, like that F, who is going to block that shot? Because Aiden connected with that slam, momentum would have changed drastically. Oh, yeah, it would have stopped. It would have done, because they, they were only down by two. That would have tied the game, and it just would have been like a completely different just factor. Giannis was pretty important. I think Giannis. I don't know. Because that fourth think- quarter was, was pretty sick. Just the energy I felt was more like the game was leaning for Middleton. Like he had to take it over, you know? And that's what was shutting down the rest of the Phoenix Suns. Like, ah, oh, fuck. Now we got to take care of him. Because, like, even Drew Holiday was, like, putting in some work. 
And Bobby Portis, too, you know, like just Bobby the- <laughs> Portis. It's the eyes, man. I'm telling you, dude. He, he reminds me a lot of Kevin Garnett. Just that the crazy fa- like energy. That, yeah, that crazy energy. He feels like he's talking to himself all the time. He's like, ah, oh, man. Fucking nuts. That's why yes, these people are yes. fucking nutty, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you had mentioned Drew Holiday. Yeah, he had 13, 7, and 7. He's also defending two really, really good players. So. They're going to have to do. Yeah, that's what he's going to have to do. But I think do. this is on Middleton. We talked about how, like, it was more important for him because, like you said earlier, Giannis is just playing his normal average game. That's why it was more Chris Middleton has had these games, but that's not his average consistent type of game. You know, that's why I feel he's more important because we've talked about it. The only times they're losing really is when Drew Holiday and fucking Chris Middleton are fucking doing below average. So Chris Middleton is the finals MVP. I could give you an argument for that. I don't I necessarily want to take it. I, I, I don't want to take that argument, but I think you could. People could make it. I would say because when they needed him and he wasn't there, they lost. This is also very tricky too because we had mentioned how Middleton is the closer, but he's not the alpha on the mm-hmm. team. So, it, but I still don't feel like he is that big alpha male. We're not in the locker room, obviously, but just telling like when we see. You know, during the game where we see on the bench, like, the camera hits it. Like, I've seen other superstars, but they have a different kind of body language, you know, and the fucking other players, teammates are having a different type of body language. He just seems like... Like, he's not that super fun, like, Dwight Howard. No, but but he's like... You bring up Dwight, but he got criticized for that. Yeah. So, like, what I'm saying, too, like, I'm more of that mindset, like, the Kobe mindset. Like, yo, shut the fuck up. Get your work done. Hey, you're being soft right now, bro. We don't want to lose to these motherfuckers. You know, like, that's me. Like, I was like, fuck, bro. I think he's learning that, too. These are all growing pains. Game five, Saturday. Let's talk about the Phoenix Suns now, right? Yep. Oh, my so, God. Uh... <laughs> my God, dude. Well, well. They lost it. You said the Bucks won it earlier. I say they lost it, man. They had this shit through the third quarter. I think leading almost by 10. Middle of the fourth. Still up, I think, like, five to six, seven. And then the last fucking four minutes just was a fucking... Buttholes were clenched. <laughs> tell you that much right there. Uh, Devin Booker, though. 42 points, man. 42, two assists, one rebound. You need more from that, especially in the finals. Uh, I do think, though, he got the benefit of the doubt, and the referees were towards Phoenix's favor. I'm going to mention two plays okay. where Milwaukee was on the fast break. Devin Booker was defending on the fast break, and those were fouls. And he was at five fouls in the fourth quarter, those final four minutes. The refs did not call that. They didn't call when Giannis was outside and he inbound the ball. But that's what I like to see, though. At least it was consistent. They didn't call it for Devin Booker. They didn't call it for Giannis. And in a way, it's them fighting for it. So it's like, leave the refs out of this. If you guys want it, take it. And Giannis did do that. I feel this game is like the most ref controversial was game Scott so far. Foster? No Scott no, Foster. No, right? That's what I kept saying. I was like, it's Scott Foster here. <laughs> Because, like, it, that's how it felt to me. I felt the opposite watching it. I felt that the Milwaukee Bucks were getting way more calls than they than they should have, you know? And then even on the free throws, there were a couple free throws from him, and I was like, yo, that's more than 10. We were there, remember? We were just there. I was like, yo, that's already more than 10 seconds there. You gotta, yeah, I guess. But honestly, I, I just, it was just a, like, crazy breakdown. Like I told you, they were leading. I felt confident that they were going to take it did not this look, game. Yeah, it looked like a 3-1 lead was on the horizon for Phoenix. Remember I was telling you, how who was more important mm-hmm. for the Bucks? Who was more of a reason why they lost? DeAndre Ayton or Chris Paul? Let me list their stats. Ayton, 17 rebounds, 5 assists, but 6 points. Chai. Chris Paul, 
Seven assists, four rebounds, ten points. Uh, I think it's Chris Paul. Well, yeah, it's Chris Paul because yeah. the only way Aiden makes those points is coming from Chris Paul. Yeah. You know, and, and, so he fucking, he's the fucking leader of the team. You know, no no shot to Aiden or anything, but he's a brand new buck in here. You know, he's learning still. Like, he doesn't make his own shots. He's not a uh, Giannis or Giannis, you know, playing that way. You know, he doesn't break that way. Like, he waits for the pass. You know, for- like you said, the fucking alley-oop from Booker. That's where he's getting him from, too. Like, that's why it's CP3's fault. Like, he just, I don't know what it was, man. Like, those turnovers, like, when he fell... On that turnover again, I think Giannis was guarding him on the switch. Yeah, that that's late when, game turnover. Uh, that's when I knew. That's when you knew too. Yeah, that's yeah. when the body, like everyone, just like ah. Uh. That was it. You, that was just a sign. Like fuck, it's over. <laughs> like they lost. It, I don't know what it was. The well, di- not everyone. I was cheering. Yeah, you were the only. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's the only fucker yelling. Everybody's looking at him. There was one Buck fan there. Was wearing a jersey. I told him Dream City. But I didn't hear anything from him. Like you were the most loudest. Gotta match that energy, yo. (laughs) But going back to Chris Paul. Chris Paul, wherefore art thou? Right. I think that'll be our catchphrase when big time players don't show up for big time games. Uh, We had mentioned that with Chris Middleton. We mentioned that with Julius Randle earlier on in the playoffs. Fuck. There Um, you go. I don't know what happened with Chris Paul, dude. Like the moment was his. He needs to be more aggressive. Each team took care of their home court advantage. So, like, this is where it really matters. Like, it's the best of three now. So, uh, they're in Phoenix. You know, it's up to him. Well, like everybody's saying, like, the 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 series doesn't start till the home team loses. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why we we put emphasis on it that, like, game three for us is always a big just marker to see where are it. But five for sure is going to be where you are. And that's where CP3 and eight and I would say a little bit too don't want to be again. You know, you know what this is, Malv? Hmm. That wasn't Chris Paul playing. That was Cliff Paul. Fuck. <laughs> that was Cliff Paul. And he, Cliff Paul better not show up for game five right? if they want a chance. Uh, but yeah. I, I got this from ESPN. It does say that it was Paul's worst game of the playoffs since the first round when he was playing through a nerve issue in his shoulder against the Lakers. But beyond the, you know, the five turnovers for this game, I feel, is a lot. That's an anomaly, though. It he, is, he's, but, he's but, very, but it's very an good. anomaly, but you don't At want the that to happen again. At the worst you don't time, want to happen again, bro. I think Chris Paul will be strong enough. I, I don't think the I reason— I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Because that's what they need. You know, like, I was telling you, too, like, I, just didn't, I didn't feel like he took over the game at the end, or he couldn't. I probably— you know, Energy-wise and just everything else. Not, not just, you know, skill-wise or, like, the other team players. I just— I don't know what it was. You know, maybe it was just a, probably a little deflating. Like, it's like, yo, what the fuck, fool? We're losing now. No, they were super yeah. hot. All the yeah. team. Like, the whole Suns yeah. bench, the whole Suns team was livid at the end of that. Even Booker, even though he balled. But the rest did save him. They should have fouled him out. He should have fouled out in this mm. game, Devin Booker. So he shouldn't complain that much because at least he got to finish the game. Uh, anything else would you like to talk about? Oh, no. This year, it was a good game. And, like, hey, this is what we're getting right now. Yep. You know, two teams that want to get their first championship in a while. I know we're mentioning how the stakes are getting higher. It's like, oh, game game three is going to be mm-hmm. good. Oh, game four. But it actually does feel like that. Yeah. And, and like the stakes are getting higher as we get closer to the end of the season. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. All right. Let's move on to the next order of business. Team USA. Oh, God. Whoa. <laughs> so we had mentioned that they lost to Nigeria and they epically got trolled. Guess what? They lost to Australia. Again, no. They rebounded with a win against uh, Argentina, right? Argentina, yeah, yeah. But then Bradley Beal forced to withdraw from the Olympics because COVID. Jeremy Grant has also been kind of quarantined due to exposure of the virus. Kevin Love is out of the Olympics as well. 
they just canceled another game against Today, uh, yeah. yeah, against Australia. What's going on, dude? It's not our year. Panic, panic, <laughs> panic. I had mentioned earlier, it's like, oh, should you panic? Yeah, you should have. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, yeah, it's like alert, alert, <laughs> alert. Well, yeah, now you got to replace two players. And good thing they already kind of got the rosters beforehand because they have a list of people, you know, players that want to play or who they want. And at the same time, it's just like, yeah, don't lose. Well, I know they're like exhibition games, but like prior teams before you didn't lose these <laughs> exhibition games. You know, you use these as a benchmarker. And I would use these, too, to show the other teams, too. Like, yeah, this is the exhibition, but look what we can fucking do. You know, like, look what we could do. Like, London, I felt that was that way. You know, like, ooh, look what they can do. Like, fuck, look what mm-hmm. they can do. Like, you know, like, but that's what we have to play. You know, and I don't, I feel like now the target looks like, oh, yeah, we could beat Team USA. That's exactly mm-hmm. how I feel. I feel like this is the most vulnerable Team USA basketball has looked since the 2004 Olympics in Athens. Yeah. Because of the injuries, because of the players not willing to play, you know, just a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the rest of the world should kind of be like, like, chopping licking their lips right yeah getting ready they're yeah like, Ooh, we're because, gonna eat because like yeah team they, well look at nigeria fucking their exhibition <laughs> yeah just winning that exhibition and look at all the look how much that means yeah, and the confidence, yeah, yeah. The confidence like, that resonates for the rest of the team but then it's like uh look at the opposite way like team usa where's your fucking your pride and your ego your basketball players i know you got it well but- guess what malv <laughs> help is on the way malv javel <laughs> mcgee shit yeah pierre three times javel mcgee he is committed to team usa <laughs> Don't we love to see it? JaVale! Yeah, we're going to win. All right, I'm changing my whole stance now. <laughs> so he's been added. Hey, hey, honestly, though, you brought up a really cool point before we were recording about the size of these centers. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Like that, right? So I was watching, um, I want to say it was Skip. So they brought up the concept of, like, wow, the Team USA, what they really need is a big man. That's what you need to, like, hold down, you know, in Euroball. Like, just get a real center and then... Trying to go off centers like, oh, yeah, who could we get? Joel Embiid. No. Gian- no. Nikola Jokic. No. All our best centers or even form of hybrid centers now, they're all European, bro. And now, like, Team USA is only suffering in your international, international competition. competition because they still believe in the big man. But look at what they've evolved their big man into the fucking Joker. To Giannis. Right. You know? Like, they, these are... Centers doing different things, but at the same time, they still have the fundamentals of being centers. So the know? American big men need to step up their game is what you're saying, oh, right? Oh, yeah, you know. You need to put dominate, that dominate a bit more. Yeah, and especially the whole team as themselves have to start dominating because that's how I felt from every team beforehand of the Olympics and the FIBA teams. Like, just like, yo, we're going to dominate. Like, that's our, like, American ego pride shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel bad anytime going to, into basketball Olympics. I don't feel scared. This, now, this but might, no, but I'm just saying now. I like oh, yeah, it though. Yeah. I kind of like it though. Well, I'm hoping we still win, but it's like it's, it gives you that little thrill, you know, like oh shit. Well, yeah. now we know we could lose in the Olympics, but that's like don't do it because we're gonna shame you when you come back, you know, <laughs> for sure. Uh, you know, I hope Coach Pop just fucking you know set something up, man. Like, what are they gonna do? Well, Javale does have championship experience with Golden State with the Lakers. He can add an Olympic gold medal to his resume. Mm-hmm. Hey. I know Shaq and him have a beef, but when all is said and done, you know, their resumes might be very comparable. Fuck. Uh, don't say I, that. I, look, 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 look. Shaq is way more dominant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, if you count everything in the hardware and the accolades, JaVale might end up with something similar to what Shaq okay, has. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I'll leave you there. Yeah. So we had mentioned JaVale McGee has been added. Another player has also been added to Team USA's roster, Keldon Johnson. Uh-huh. We had to look him up. I'm sorry. We did not know who he was, but he is a 6'5". Guard from San Antonio. 
And then that's when all our, that's when, yeah, <laughs> our neural links. Oh, yeah. Coach Pop. Boom. That's what it is. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Exactly what you said, Malv. This guy was like, who is this? I thought Trey Young would have been a good, you know, replacement. Fit. He kind of voiced his displeasure because yeah. uh, I think he tweeted out the Isaiah Thomas like, mm, documentary but- clip because he got left off the dream team. And uh, Trey Young kind of, yeah. Why but that was all them? two different things, though, because it really did feel like Isaiah was like, Nobody liked him. <laughs> like, you know, like, to be honest, it okay, just felt okay. like nobody fucking liked him. Well, it's like, well, we don't want you here, fool. You're going to ruin the fucking vibe, dog. To be fair, is that mm. what they're saying about Trey Young, about him being a trash talker? I don't feel that is the, what they're okay, saying. Okay, okay. I'm just speculating. I feel they just looked over him because they lost. Or maybe. You know, he's a little wild, too. Like, that, that's what I heard more wild. Dues. I heard it was more like, you know, he, you can't really pull in the reins. That's what I heard. That's what I was hearing. That's why with Coach Pop, like now I, I get get it now who they picked. The, that's why they picked the Spurs because mm-hmm. he needs somebody who he knows will trust him and follow what he says. Yes, Keldon Johnson is a spur. Another thing too is maybe Pop sees something like a potential in him, and oh. now that he kind of throws him in the fire with the best talent from the United States, you know, he learns from KD, he learns from Jason Tatum, he learns from all these championship, yeah. you know, high quality All Star players. So and yeah, I don't really think it was a true knock on on. You know, Trey, it's just like, oh, man, you'll get your time. You know, but I just feel like this group, especially if you look at it, they don't look like a fiery group. You know, they look more like mature. You well, know, wouldn't Trey Young be that then? If he's fiery no, but you like don't that? Bring, yeah, but you don't want to bring that into a group that's already have a vibe and like, well, they are losing. But at the same time, but like that already have like a chemistry, you know, like a certain team culture. Already. Like they seem a little bit more chiller, okay. you know, like okay. compared to the other teams where it was like Kobe, LeBron, Car- like it's testosterone yeah. filled, you know, and then you had the other like Jason Kidd chilling on the side, uh-huh. you know. With you know, who is the alpha currently? It should be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant should be the best player. <laughs> you saying no? <laughs> man, look what Nigeria did to them. They don't think he's the man. Oh <laughs> shit! Block the shit out of him. Oh, fuck. and uh, no offense to him, he's a fu- he's the one of the best players ever. When he's hot, he's hot. But I think that fear factor, we're not getting it from Team USA, and it's not coming from KD, even though he's a fucking murderer on the court. You know what, Team USA. Just leave a roster spot open, Bobby Portis. He'll oh, be the goon. He'll be the goon. You'll bring him there. You'll get that fire. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll Nobody get wants to mess with you, bro. It's the eyes I'm telling you. It's the eyes. But oh. yeah, that's why I don't feel. I thought Dame should have been more of like the leader or someone like that on the team. But KD, we'll see. You know, we're just speculating right now. It's the exhibition. Like again, they didn't have too much time to practice together. Everything's being rushed, especially for these new Olympics. We'll give them that excuse, but Olympics. we definitely got. <laughs> so, I like it. I like it, but it's true, you know. And like everything we're talking about, like hopefully they do get better. We'll see by Sunday. If they lose on Sunday, I'm gonna be real mad when we come back here and we record on uh, on Monday. They're not gonna get a hero's welcome. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's go to the injured list. Okay, well, this is the injured list where we recap recent players' injuries. We also recap players returning from injury, and I think there's no more serious injury to discuss right now than Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So it was revealed that he had a minor ACL tear. This injury is expected like a recovery time of about a year. What does this mean for the Clippers? What does this mean for Kawhi Leonard? What does this mean for the Battle of L.A.? We win in Lakers, I mean. Kawhi got... He can't be, be really be moved, right? You think any other team's like, oh, shit, dog. You are good. It, this reminds me a lot of what Kevin Durant went through when he tore his Achilles. But Katie's a different kind of offensive player compared to Kawhi. Kawhi feels more defensive, you know? Well, no, no. I think they're both unique in their own way. They're both superstar players. So, so 
teams are going to be throwing the max at him. He does have an option, Kawhi does, to explore free agency. Uh, there had been rumblings, Miami Heat, Golden State oh, Warriors, God, all of these like... <laughs> Come back to the Lakers, full where you're supposed to go. That's why. It's or, karma. Yeah, right. <laughs> or uh, or uh, staying with the Clippers. But yes, this definitely throws a wrench into the Clippers' plans because you needed that chemistry as well mm-hmm. to build that. So this is Ooh, three yeah. years of like... The regular season, they need to build that cohesion. And now you're adding another year just because of pure injuries. Because you know this fool's not going to go to every game. Yeah, when he when he does come back. So mm. even like his load management is going to be completely on another level. Paul George, is he going to be the dude that you build around of? So there's going to be a ton of questions that the Clippers have to address. Personally, I think it's too much to handle right now. Let this season play out yep. with Paul George and Kawhi. Just give it one more year and then whatever happens next year. You got to do that. I'm with you. Same yeah. thing. I think no team should try to grab him. He shouldn't even try to move. If you're injured, fucking just stay. Be injured in L.A. <laughs> you know? What better? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kawhi. All right. Side quest. Side quest. One more thing, Mal. Speaking of injuries, I know this is a different sport, but Tom Brady also revealed that he had a partial MCL tear this entire past season that he was playing through. Fuck. He injured it his last year with New England. But that did not stop him from winning a Super Bowl this year. It's my boy, Tom. Yeah, right? That's why I said it. You got a major crush on him. Hardcore crush. Because we win. Yeah, right. He stays winning, though. True, true. This seven-time champion. This guy's crazy, bro. He's going to go back-to-back this year. Imagine. Insane. All right, that's enough of the injured list. Let's go to our designated Lakers talk. Malv, I think the biggest news coming out of Lakerland right now is what? The biggest news is also one of the craziest, in my opinion. We're getting back Lonzo Ball, bro, number two. What? <laughs> that's, what that's what they want. I know, dude. This oh is a potential God. Lonzo to the Lakers reunion. What do you feel about I don't. I'm saying no already, even though I know he's improved. I'm just like, no, we're done. My thoughts for Lonzo to the Lakers, it makes sense. Remember, they don't have Dennis Schroeder. Mm. Well, or, we don't know. Yeah, yeah actually, he's, you're right. His contract right. is still in the air. This guy's asking for boohoo money. It does make sense for the Lakers because they want to put the pressure off of LeBron, off of AD. They can go ahead and play their traditional positions. Mm. He is a really good ball handler. He's True. a really good defender. Passer. He has improved as a shooter. Uh, I think the biggest thing is LeVar. Is right? it? Is right? that the- That's always been the thing. It's like Lonzo... Has no, not- I still felt that he still didn't have certain confidence. I know they talk about his defense, but, like, everything just feels like it's just an improvement of nothing too good. You know, like, it's it's like I'm improving from a D minus to a D. I don't think he like, was a D player. I'm, not, I'm just using that as, like, my extreme. I'm just saying, like, it's still not C to B. Is that what it, it would be like? I just feel he's not that type of player that you're looking for right now. I think he complements LeBron and AD very well because – at least then, you know what the pecking order is still similar. That's true. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, the lights were a little bit too bright for him. And New Orleans, they're too bright? No, in the <laughs> Lakers, when he was at the Lakers. There was a lot expected from him. And I did see those flashes. It was just the injuries, the injuries. That that's too. what it was. And he cleaned up his shot, hopefully. But, well, maybe that's the confident boost. Like you said, a redemption. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, coming through like a Dwight Howard, but you're still kind of not even in your prime yet, but you're young. That's good, yeah. So maybe he plays right, himself so into... Let's, let's just play the field a little bit more. Let's see <laughs> Let's see what else we can get. Well, okay, another person, <laughs> another person that we want to get... You already know. You already know is Damian Lillard. That's why. That's why I got Hulu still. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that too. We've been talking about it for a bit, but what is the bombshell today, man? So he was going to address... Uh, the media regarding his Portland situation after Team USA scrimmage. 
And uh, according to Chris Haynes on Twitter, Lillard says he woke up to reports of him on the verge of requesting a trade. I quote, saw those. Is not true, but he does say that he hasn't made any firm decisions on what his future will be. I hate that. So it, it, it's the same. <laughs> I hate that. It's the yeah, same. We're yeah. still in limbo. Yeah. Um, it was expected that he was going to request a trade. Mm. He hasn't confirmed it. He hasn't denied it. Mm-hmm. There's still hope. Right. That, We're going to speak it into that, existence. Yes. Speak that. No more blocks in the finals. You know what? Can we really be that greedy? Can we yes. get Damian Lillard and Lonzo? We should. For, no. <laughs> Listen, Lonzo would be the optimal primary ball handler for the second unit. He could be a six-man of the year, a la James Harden okay. type. Okay. So, so you know, whether or not he's going to be willing to, to— I don't think that skill level is there with he, him yet. Dude, I, don't see is, the, I don't see that I'm in him. I'm telling you right now, Lonzo is like a B-type player. He's like in the 80s. Like, he's probably like an 85. I don't see that. To me, that's—I feel like he's more like barely hitting 80. That's still really good. You would take an 80 not, on your not, bench? You wouldn't take an 80 on your bench. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> Not so this spoiled. You, fuck. Give me Jello. <laughs> all right, all right. Anyways, I wouldn't be opposed to it. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, they both matured, and uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. Mowgli, Mowgli, we're talking about all this Laker news, but you forgot the biggest news of this whole weekend. You're right. I goofed. Space Jam, a new legacy. <laughs> Everybody, get up! It's time to jam now. Shout out to Quad Malvin City DJs. Now going to watch this movie now. Oh, for sure. It's definitely going to be, uh, hopefully on Sunday, I get a chance to watch it. But yes, support LeBron, support AD, the Goon Squad, the Toon Squad. Clay Thompson is in this. Dame is in it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, fuck. So there we go. Hell yeah. But have you seen the merch, though? That's what I want to talk <laughs> oh, about, too. Oh, yeah. Sick-ass merch. So they got some cool-ass, like, a Toon Squad, Goon Squad socks. Yeah, I'm all about that. Right. I'm all about my sock game, bro. Step up your sock game. They have some cool little windbreakers as well. I saw that, too. Some basketballs you mentioned. Oh, God. Spalding came out with some, like, uh, Toon, Toon ones and then, like, regular uh, Looney versions. And there's just this black and white. Like, there's this blue that they use for the, the Mon Squad. I just fucking love that shit. Ho- like, it look, hopefully it's uh, glow in the dark, right? Like, that's what I want for a night game. Like, But, yeah, the merch looks cool. I'm a huge guy on, on shoes. I didn't really like the LeBron releases of any of the, like. I like new- those. There I was, like, one them. or two that I liked, but I didn't really like. I don't really like LeBron shoes, you know. Okay. Well, they have some Space Jam slides. They got some Goon Squad. Oh, yeah, exactly Goon <laughs> so those are cool. Those are on the NBA store. Uh, yeah, but go ahead and check out Space Jam, A New Legacy. It is included with your HBO Max subscription at no additional cost. They ain't even paying us to do this. Right? They ain't even. We just love movies that much. Go to the theaters because it's also in theaters if you don't have HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then one more thing before we head out. Other NBA news. I guess the play-in tournament is returning to the NBA next season. Ooh, yeah. Your thoughts on that? Yay or nay? Oh, fuck yeah, yay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Everybody was complaining, but like that's what I'm telling you. Like It was so exciting, but every team, if, you, if you're mad about this, tell your team to be placing... Between one and five. If you're mad yeah. about this, you're just a hater. Yeah. <laughs> you know, straight up. I love it. It does bring a little bit new energy, and let's see how long they're going to keep it or if it's going to be a forever thing now. All right, Malv, anything else? Nah, I think we're good today, man. Cool. And that's going to do it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording these. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. Please rate us five stars if you listen on Apple. It would help us out tremendously. One more thing. Follow us on social media, will ya? At malv underscore n underscore mogley. 
Malv, we didn't get to it yet, but let's get to it now. Game five predictions. Who you have? Suns. We got. To tell you the truth, I actually do have the Suns in this. Remember, I said Bucks in seven. So Ooh. I'm preparing for the Suns to win, but I wouldn't be upset if the Bucks win. That's right. Do tell him, Mowgli. Get out of here, Giannis. You don't have a championship. All right. We'll be back here in a couple days because we love finals basketball.